This FCS College Football Picks Week 10 and NASCAR edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Riffer. Riffer is your home for mini podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffer channel today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash Riffer. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash R I F F R. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to. SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh well, I'm. It's happening, Sean. We're back. The FCS oh playoffs God. are almost here. <laughs> That's not why I'm excited, Sean. Why are you excited? A little bit of a little bit of a heater at the track today. Uh, one of the perks of full time sports job is uh, horse horse betting. Yes, I'm check all- it out on uh, our Instagram Instagram Sports Gambling Podcast. Been streaming Kramer reacting <laughs> to betting horses Just live, randomly screaming. <laughs> Come on, number one. Request my newspaper so he can roll it up and smack it in his hand. <laughs> Very true, true going, story. going uh, full New Jersey there. Joining us as always to talk college football, aka FCS football. Colby Dan, aka the Danta Base. What's happening, Colby? I mean, uh, look, I'm on the same page, man. It's like, su- like I never, ha- I never went to a summer camp. But this is what it feels like. It's yeah. like I, I just had a shit ton of candy. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of Coors Light, and I'm learning about the wing T offense. Eat, eating whatever and, and we want. And the the the, the origin of the wing <laughs> T offense. I've been studying about <laughs> for an hour. We watched a bunch of random games. Colby, Colby uh, goes. Col- <laughs> we we need to do a documentary just Colby in the workforce because I'll look over at Colby and I'll be like, "What are you doing?" You go, "I'm learning a lot about Bill Parcells." Like, okay, what is this for? Oh, nothing. I just want to learn. More about Bill Parcells. Oh, oh, we, are, we, are we creating any content about Bill Parcells? No, okay. yes, no. Why? Yes, you down the road. Look, look. You never know where that will turn. I, I, I didn't know he coached basketball at Army with with Bobby Knight and uh, had had Coach K playing for him. That's, that so, is a great nugget. Yeah, great nugget. Knowledge is key, Sean. And uh, and look, I mean, my alcohol dealer hit me up and he said I hadn't talked to you in a couple weeks, and I said, dude. <laughs> I, I've been working over at the studio, man. I've just been sitting here eating Twizzlers and fucking drinking Coors Light. Yes, right? we got some. Well, we got some Coors Light in the studio. And if I could go, I, I know you want to get to the Coors Light in the studio, Sean. But before we get to the Coors Light in the studio, back to the the Colby in the workplace because yes. we we didn't do it enough justice. Like what Sean is referring to is like coming into the room when you have zero context of what's going on. And Colby is just listening to George W clips. <laughs> and I go, Colby, wh- wh- like, wh- what are you doing? I'm tracking something. Yeah. I'm tracking that uh, easy to see a tide turn. Yeah, clip. man. Yes. Dan Marino and, and his dynamic as wife. if he's a PI. Yeah. A sleuth on a, <laughs> on a chase, a hound through the forest. Look, it, but uh, <laughs> You know, me laughing at him. He was successful in tracking mm. that clip. So mm. the the scent, the pick Dundee tracking <laughs> abilities. That's expand, not a pick. This is a pick. Expand onto the neural networks of the internet. The, so the, the database mind it just it goes all over, man. Uh, right? I apologize, Sean. <laughs> no, let's do it. We're going to talk FCS football week ten, and uh, our buddy Rod is going to give us a ring. Okay, talking NASCAR as well. Yes. Before we get to that, let's do it. Cue the music. Win bet. That's right. You want to win big? Head over to the winbet.com. W Y N N to win big. Oh, man. 
you want that feeling of Las Vegas, like you're in an actual sports book, but you want it in the palm of your hands. Get it done over at winbet.com. Download that app today. Get a risk for your offer up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Download that app today. They got it all promos, odds, boost, parlay, boost. It's all happening over a win bet. We got some FCS action, of course, daily NBA, MLB, even a little bit of NASCAR, all over at winbet.com. And again, Head over there, download that app today, get involved and get in on that risk-free bet up to $500. Let's go baby. All right. Couple of NFL things to get to before we hop into FCS. Well, one, we are working as, as we're even taping this podcast, there is a mock draft, a live mock draft going on in our Slack channel between us, a bunch of SGPN contributors. Uh, you know, some hashtag DGENs only listeners, everyone representing a different team. They are picking, uh, you know, each, each team picking one pick for the first round, sending in their audio clips of the uh, first round. And then Kramer and I are going to be doing a podcast Sunday night where we reveal our big board, the SGPN mock draft, a lot of fun. Kramer uh, already got his pick in for the giants. Colby got the jets. I got my pick in for the Eagles. Very excited to unveil that. So make sure you stay tuned Sunday night. Check that out. Kind of glad we don't have the 12th pick despite that news that uh, <laughs> we could have got Sam. Well, that is, to that the is Niners. one of the, that yeah. is one of the pieces of news I wanted to hit on before okay. we went down the FCS uh, football rabbit hole. And that is, there is a news story that the New York football jets turned down. No, the please, 12th look, stop, stop. You, they, they, they're no one calls them the New York football jets. Well, right. There's no other jets. They're just the jets. Uh, it's uh, the New York football all rise giants continue with the trade <laughs> rumors. Yes. Uh, the jets supposedly now this is again, according to some online online uh, news there supposedly turned down the 12th pick overall, the 49ers wanted Kyle Shanahan or sorry, Kyle Shanahan wanted Sam Darnold offered the jets, the number 12 pick overall, and the jets supposedly turned it down. And, and I look at first I was furious. Just, just like any jet fan should be when they hear that. But then oh, I no. thought, holy shit, we've been so bad at drafting in the first round. Maybe it's a genius play. Oh, Maybe no. we go to the later level. rounds. You know what I mean? Colby's galaxy <laughs> so, branding it. So uh, the 12th pick is too easy for Sam Darnold. <laughs> you want him next level and then get a second and a fourth. No. That's what I'm talking about. That no. I, well, we suck at the second round too. I'm thinking maybe that fourth <laughs> rounder, maybe that fourth rounder is going to be no. the next Broadway Joe. Was was uh, was Joey a fourth round pick? No, no, he wasn't. But he was actually the first pick. But uh, <laughs> my my point is is that uh, uh, you know we've had. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, well, how many it, first and second round? I mean, we've been so bad in the second round, but the first round, whether it was Vernon Golson, whether it was Mark Sanchez, whether it was Sam Darnold, uh, I mean, I can go on and on and on. The, the kid, the D Milner, the cornerback from Alabama, we just can't draft in the first round. I mean, Johnny Mitchell, you can go back to those days. Roger Vick, we took a fullback in 87. <laughs> you know what I mean? That and was the, another rabbit yeah. hole Colby went down, the Roger Vick <laughs> rabbit See? hole. And it's coming out as content, baby. All yes, right? it is. Uh, Colby, there, now part of the rumor was that Zach Wilson, supposedly they weren't sold on Zach Wilson's shoulder, <laughs> and they wanted to see him in his pro day before they took the. I think even if you're not sold on Zach Wilson, if someone offers you the 12th pick overall for yeah. Sam Darnold, you take that. Well, trade. Yes. Yes. Let's yes. not. I mean, there's a lot of shoulder strain on the soak. So <laughs> it, it, perhaps the jets were maybe using the soak analytics to realize they need to deep dive on this, <laughs> but one. it's not like Darnold's like some prized piece or something. right? Just, I mean, look, just tra- take the 12th pick. No, I mean, but, imagine you took him yeah. what second overall. Third uh, overall, third, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're getting, you're only losing nine draft uh, slots for whatever three yeah. years of seeing whether Sam Darnold sucks. And look, if if you the way you've been drafting the quarterback since say Ken O'Brien, may, maybe <laughs> maybe you just grab that twelfth pick and you you draft the QB at three and twelve and say fuck it, one yes. of them's gonna pan out. Yes. And More. you have you have the Seahawks later in the first round. They could potentially get three quarterbacks in the first round and and just take their chances at one of them being good. I, I like Colby just playing the odds game, right? That that's how you're successful in the draft. Get more picks. So why not take more quarter? <laughs> I, I mean, I think the, the well, Paul Westhead what are we seeing in, in, in our culture? We're seeing everything shortening up, right? So 
the attention span on someone that sucks, uh, you know, would shorten up too. So why not have a little bit of a road? You're getting them for five years. There's no way a guy can suck for five years like Blake Bortles anymore <laughs> Whoa, and buddy. stick around. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't think we'll ever see don't a Blake say Bortles that the Jets again. will defy the odds, right? <laughs> anyway, that's not this is an actionable betting advice. No. So. You know what it is? Well, I I mean, yeah, I guess it really isn't at this point because it's already come and gone. Okay, we're we're going to transition. It, sorry, I I breaking news please. Sure. This, this just came to my attention. We've now in the SGPN mock draft we were referring to, we've now had back-to-back Hokies in the first round. Mm. This only oh makes Justin God. Fuente look better. What the fuck? Multiple first round I'm, picks. I'm both, Still couldn't put together a decent. <laughs> I'm both happy and sad. And somebody, okay. Did they hack into my mock draft that I'm building? Because I think I might have had the, the same da- situation going on there. <laughs> we they, are copying the data. Right? Sentient. All right. Uh, let's get to it. We got the Colby Dance six pack, but breaking news. Oh, more breaking news. The Colby Dance six pack. Colby, and it's nothing to do with your performance, although. It's been solid. It is now being re- renamed the Coors Light Six Pack. Let's go, baby! Oh man, I mean, hopefully, look. hopefully you don't mind moving aside for the Rocky, the keep, cold activated cans. Keep, keep the silver bullet and the Twizzlers coming. You're, and, you're, and you're I'm losing good, the naming right? rights because I suck, Colby. No, and and you want to talk about Kramer? We may as well call him the Let's Coors Light Mountains because he is ice cold. <laughs> Three eighteen and two Come against on, the dude. spread in your last twenty three <laughs> college football picks. That's mean. <laughs> How does that happen? You you could have at least is, put some work into the impressive. joke and call me the cooler. You I could, mean, you I could have you, at least put some goddamn you, effort turning, into the. T- I see you turning blue in front of us, Sean. Ryan. You you literally. I mean, you call yourself a professional writer. Come yes. on, bro. Uh, yeah, look, I you know sometimes sometimes you have to look beyond. What the, the 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 reality appears to be, mm. and realize, mm. right? You guys are sitting here playing Connect Four with each other with your minor college football. No. What am I doing? Next Proving level. the ultimate point at how silly minor college football is that I I go out of my way to just prove to you I can pick the opposite every week <laughs> and be wrong. It is it at is really clip, impressive. I dare you to find any tout. That is this <laughs> deep into it that he is reverse jinxing his own picks to the tune of what's the percentage, Sean? Fading. Uh, <laughs> if you just blindly faded Ryan Real Money Kramer right now, you would be hitting at a whopping seventy-one percent. Just like I'm fading minor college football. Well, well, you you better watch like what you say psychology. because Richmond is on Virginia Tech's schedule this year. I can't oh, wait. That'll be great. I can't if wait till they pull off the comes upset. Comes into Blacksburg, yeah. pulls up the upset. All right, for those keeping score at home. I am sitting at 37, 24, and six, a whopping 60.66 percentage winning percentage. No, Colby, one, no one's keeping score. Colby above uh, 500 as well, 31 and 30. Colby hitting 67% of the locks, 50% of the dogs, 67% of the bonus locks. I'm hitting 71% of the locks, 42% of the dogs. My bonus locks have been dog shit, though, 17%. And Kramer, you know, fun to have on the show, obviously. <laughs> but what are we doing with this bracket challenge? We got to think of something because yes, this is the FCS, final week of the regular playoffs season. right yeah. around the corner. A real, how many, a real uh, playoff we got. How many of you guys got your lock right last week? Just that, asking for a friend. <laughs> how many of us got our locks right? La- I got my lock right yeah. last week. Oh no, I got my uh, my lock was well, canceled yeah. because mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. I hit my yeah. dog though. Hmm. You did hit your lock, ah. Congratulations. <laughs> Shut up. Look I mean, out. Bobby Petrino, old faithful. Fucking road rash and face. Felt so strongly about the Northern Iowa rivalry spot. I I got greedy, played it on the money line. Mm. I my mm. angles were strong as fuck when where I was right. Mm. Now the rest of the time <laughs> I like that I like that theory. My angles were strong when they were correct angles. 100 percent of the games I was right. Let's get into it. Week 10, college football action. Holy cross. Heads to beautiful Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Saw Dave Matthews concert there years ago. <laughs> Buck, Bucknell at home, a six and a half point dog. 
Two Holy Cross. I'm just not sure if that's a good talent or a bad talent. I, well, I, I, I don't say, know Sean, if he's a fan or Sean, not. Please, you're drinking Coors Light. You're talking college football. Let's not bring up. Dave. I mean, I like Dave Matthews too, but no. Okay, so, it's a, so you're using it in a positive way. Different. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure. You know, Dave yeah. was like the theme song of ESPN college football for like a couple Crash. of seasons. Oh no, the ants marching. <laughs> Nothing says college football like ants marching, baby. All right, this is the first ever Patriot League championship no. game. Winner goes into the FCS playoffs. We got to figure out what kind of bracket challenge we're doing. Holy Cross two and zero, Bucknell two and one, and our buddy Connor Dejenhart. Yes, <laughs> the Holy Cross quarterback who was replaced in the third quarter of the oh, last no. of the last game. Rest He's 128 peace. yards on the season. Somehow hasn't slowed down Holy Cross, who's two and zero, undefeated. <laughs> You don't change horses midstream. This is a veteran quarterback. I understand he's averaging just 60, 64 yards per <laughs> game. And look, last game, I want to bring up these stats. Five yes. of 12, 37 yards, right? Five of 12, 37 yards, but they put 34 points on the board. You can't fade DJ Hart now. Look, uh, Coker, their wide out, has got 33. He had 33 yards receiving. I understand he got benched very late, but the backup quarterback only threw for 30 yards. So, I mean, they don't need pass where they're going. <laughs> Sounds like you're taking Holy Cross, Colby. I am. Well, actually, no, I can't. I can't with with a team that that averages what? 64 yards Col- in the air. Colby I got to fade Dejan Hart. I want to take it so bad. Zig. I want to take it so bad, but I think you got to take the points. In well, offense and, is bad. And, and both these teams have pretty solid defenses. Uh, what do we got? Bucknell or sorry, Holy Cross has three uh, defensive players on the first. All team uh, Patriot League defense, but Bucknell has four. They actually yeah. beat Lehigh six to nothing. And I, <laughs> I know you're thinking, Colby well, Lehigh loves love it. Lehigh's off back. <laughs> Lehigh's <laughs> offense sucks. That's not much of an accomplishment. True, but I think Bucknell's <laughs> defense <laughs> is good enough to keep them in this game. And I like them as the home dog well, catching six and a half. Uh, definitely, man. Look, Holy Cross. Uh, look, I love you, Dejan Hart, but this. It's kind of an outlier. Last game, they won by double digits, scored 34 points. Yeah. But they gave up 526 yards of offense. They only had 300. Uh, Very small sample size. <laughs> Handicap in this Patriot League championship game. Really? What the fans want to know is, Ryan, what are you on? Uh, you know, it, I didn't think I didn't think I would go 38 years and never see Lehigh play football and then watch Lehigh play football and then just realize that the Patriot League. Is bit high school. It's five plus oh, high school on, football. Right. Right. No, need, you say? no need to go there. You, there, were some, there were some. So, there were some fourth down stops in that Le- Les Lehigh thing. game that got got my football mojo going. I uh, I went over to the my podcast app where I've already smashed the subscribe button on mm. the college experience and and w- what I learned gave it from, a five star review from, from the better Dant is that. I would be silly <laughs> to lay the points with Holy Cross here. Mm. I would be absolutely out of my mind to lay the points with a quarterback while uh, the name fits. Seems like he's yes, no, he's no, on no, brand. No, DJ yeah. Hart. I appreciate that, but I don't know if the Crusades were all good. <laughs> so we're gonna go with Bucknell plus the six and a half. Oh no. Um, um, this is dangerous, Sean. But, but last week he did the same when we won the first game with him yeah. backing us, but. It's, He's throwing shots at Lehigh football. They have been playing football since 1884. The Giants just came around and what? As the Titans in 1925. Get out of here, Lehigh so Colby's, is football, motherfucker. Colby, see, the office right? is paying off. Colby's in here doing deep dive, researching what people really want to know. Moving on to the SWAC, Alabama A and M laying four and a half as they head to the road to a different part of Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama to square off. Against Alabama State. When you think Alabama football, this is what you think Alabama State versus Alabama AM to decide who is, I don't know, one of the top five teams in Alabama college football. Colby, what do you got here? What are we doing? Are we laying it? Now, again, I, I prepped for the Davidson game, which was a last second COVID scratch. So I'm I'm swimming here a little bit. What are you doing, Alabama A and M, Alabama State? What and are we like? I wasn't gonna tell you guys about the Davidson game, but then I remembered we got rid of the COVID game, which really bothered me. So I said, "Fuck you guys!" Right? But no, on this game, here we are, Alabama State, the Hornets against the Bulldogs of A and M. Uh, and look, uh, Alabama State's been a solid team for like the past two two or three years. Um, but A and M, man, I look they did, they only played one game out the gate. They had COVID problems. They played last week against Jackson State, and I'm sitting there 
Yeah. In the in in the studio yep. here, watching like thirty games at once. Yeah. And I keep seeing this Bulldogs quarterback, uh, yeah, uh, Akil Glass, just firing the laser all over Jackson State. This kid uh, turns out he's on the NFL radar. He might get drafted. I'm going to win that bet against you guys. And uh, and uh, I mean he's a stud. I think A&M's going to get the win. But give me the home dog. Give me Alabama Ooh, State and kay. the Hornets. Uh, two things. One, firing the laser all over. Two, <laughs> two, uh, two. Yeah, like pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, like Alabama State was that not the Nick Cannon school and drumline? I, I have never seen in that the swag. Yeah, I, I think it's probably a fictional <laughs> school, but. Uh, I I want to say it was uh, Alabama State. Maybe I'm misremembering. Uh, again, uh, surprised to see you on the other side. Wait, do you do you lay? You're laying the points. No, no he's taking oh, the no, home dog. dog. Oh, okay, dog. then I'm with you Damn because it. Sean. Because <laughs> again, Nick Cannon, I believe drumline here, but but in the swack, it's a it's a what have you done for me lately league, and they you know they look good. They looked both, all right. Both these teams are solid. They looked yeah. all right. I, no, I'm going Alabama state is the more uh, fit team right now. You I'll guys, you guys are crazy. This is a bad number. Alabama a and M laying four and a half on the road. I mean, Colby, Colby nailed it. I mean, he gave out great points and then took Alabama <laughs> state. Uh, I mean, Alabama a and M they played two games, 83 points. That's all I need uh, to see. And that quarterback glass in no, two he's games, legit. he's thrown for 712 yards. Ten yards of completion, fifty-eight percent, ten touchdowns, three interceptions. He's on cloud nine, Sean. He's he's oh. definitely he's definitely grabbing <laughs> Col- that uh, tapping into the Rockies. He's <laughs> got that Rocky Mountain high. All right, Southeast Louisiana, Southern Illinois, the Salukis at home in Carbondale, Illinois, laying five and a half points. Colby, we were breaking down some Southeast Louisiana film. By that I mean you were watching the highlights, and I kind of had my eye on them. What do you make of the Southeast Louisiana team? And uh, you know, do they have a chance to go in? They're catching five and a half against the Salukis. What's the play here? Um, this one's interesting because this is a game that was just added about a week ago. This is essentially the BYU Coastal Carolina game of the FCS season. <laughs> and, uh, and great reference. Thank you and, for that. Uh, look, uh, both these teams. In the top twenty-five, fighting for an at-large bid this year, guys. They downsized the playoffs because so many opt-outs. So we only have a sixteen-team playoff, ten at-large, and then six uh, buying for the the final spot. Or, or I'm sorry, six at-large and ten uh, conference winners. I can't talk. It's, um, it's all right. Cool. But Southeast Louisiana ranked higher, so they really have a decent shot if they can pull this game off. This is why it's a playoff game. It's fantastic. Uh, I think the play here is. I was on my FCS show on the college experience taking Southern Illinois, but the more I thought about it, I think Southeast Louisiana, I watched that film, Sean Cole Kelly, former Arkansas quarterback. This guy can fire the laser all over the field too, Kramer. So give me the, the, the golden lions Kramer. What about you? Southeast Louisiana, Southern Illinois. What are we doing here? Southern Illinois, just better team. Uh, They're getting cute with the spread here. You know, the, 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 I, I actually, I'm, I'm just copying someone else's picks this week. No, I, I I think the Saluki should. I mean, this is a touchdown. You're getting short of a touchdown. Stone Labonowitz is their quarterback. No, no, I know. Okay. But he he, I you know, we is he really any good? Uh, he, Isn't mean, that the truth look, of Stone Labonowitz? He's a legend. We want Regardless. him to be better than he is. <laughs> he's right? better than DJ Hart. He, he's that chick that you hooked up with in college. You didn't see her before she left, and it was dark. And then in your, you, in your head, you're telling her she's a five you, star uh, recruit. And then you showed up uh, for that date. And you didn't recognize her because she—it's that bad. No, not no offense to bad, but it—it it was that bad. So no yeah. offense to ugly people. All right, I'm, I'm all over. I'm all over Southeast Louisiana. I mean, they just keep putting up tons of points on the road. Forty-five in a loss to Incarnate Ward. They put up fifty-two against Nickel State. I'm a little worried because beating Nickel State, I don't know what trophy it was, but they yeah. were they were running around with <laughs> the field. The guy was pumping the trophy in the other team's face. Felt a little bit like a Super Bowl victory. But the fact that Southeast Louisiana can put up this many points and then you're giving them another five and a half points, to me, the Salukis, their season may have peaked by beating uh, North Dakota State at home. To me, when they did that, that was like, okay, we have something to hang our hat on for this season. And they've kind of been uh, hot and cold ever since. So I, I like 
So Southeast Louisiana and, plus and five and a half. Waving a trophy in someone's face is very it's much fun BDE. So I'd rather be on the side of BDE here. Long Cox. <laughs> I mean, you guys are in a good spot. You're on the opposite side of me. Two two v one. Two v one. Hey, better than Vegas. You want to? You want to? Look at some BDE. Just check out all the people giving out free picks over on Better Than Vegas. Buddy XFL Jim. They're calling him a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer over on Better Than Vegas. Tons of fun videos, tons of great picks from the SGPN crew every day. New free daily video picks. Again, it's like YouTube, but if YouTube was just degenerate gamblers giving out free picks. What more do you want? We got Boston Capper giving out some RBC heritage uh, picks there. It's a baby fucking may or may wow. not have been uh, smoking a cig while giving out golf picks. Is that against the rules? No, there oh. are, there are no rules over on better than Vegas, except uh, we're better than YouTube. So check them out better than dot Vegas. Make sure you go to sports slash BTV sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That'll take you right to our profile. Hit that follow button. So you never miss a pick Delaware Colby's blue hens off to a great start this season, laying six as they head to Villanova, Pennsylvania, Villanova, a six point home dog. I learned this about a Villanova alumni this week, Brian Westbrook. I didn't realize he tore his ACL twice in college. And Andy Reid still believed in that man enough to to draft him relatively high in the in the draft. And that's before the medicine of like you're back in nine yeah. months. Like that was a full one. I mean, that's almost Frank Gore esque with like blowing out both the knees. Well, like yeah, that. and and Brian Westbrook, a true Philadelphia Eagle, not afraid to come back from an ACL injury. He would never request a trade. So unlike quick. unlike Ginger Judas, aka Carson Wentz, <laughs> this essentially <laughs> has become a play-in game for the FCS playoffs. But Delaware, I mean, they're a machine, Colby. Thirty plus points in all four games. The defense has been top of the league. I mean, but on the other side, Delaware, eighty-one points in the last uh, two games. Both top twenty-five teams. This should be a great game. I assume you're going to lay the six and a half with Delaware, but this could be a tough spot. Well, is Delaware in if they lose? Uh, if they lose, they still might get in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Uh, but uh, look, they're not going to lose because Danny Rocco's got this bunch playing great ball. Villanova Rocco. haven't really passed the eye test to me. Um, and and Delaware, are, Villanova yeah. is though two and one, ranked tenth in the country, and they've beaten them eight times in a row. But a lot of that was without Danny Rocco, former Richmond coach. Uh, I think he's came over. He's brought a new culture to. Uh, to Delaware University and and uh, look this is when they get off the schneid here this is where Ooh, they where they get it done Delaware game. minus 6 my blue hens look i they did blow my cover last week Delaware State got a, a touchdown with like a minute left to to blow my minus twenty five. I I've I've told the story before of the the guy <laughs> who played linebacker for us in high school and went on to become a punter in Delaware. Nice. I just remembered uh, the the story that he was telling in the locker room about how he's looking at possible places to play college. But he had to work on his SATs because he goes, you know, I, I'm not really good with math and stuff. And we go, well, what'd you get on the SATs? He goes, I, I got a 620. And they go, I go, a 620 in math is really good. Now this is when <laughs> it was you could get 800 in math, yeah. 800 yeah. in verbal. And he goes, no, 620 combined. <laughs> <laughs> so don't mean to insult the great, great college of Delaware, but that guy got a scholarship. Uh, oh, and then man. later worked at Sears Tire and Auto, where he was uh, threatened, or sorry, he threatened someone, and uh, can we t- I mean, <laughs> threatened Sears- to break someone's face, let go of Sears Tire and Auto. Oh, I thought they'd back him. Well, well he said it was all political, <laughs> administrative leave. Yeah, uh, but nice guy. How'd it work out for Sears? Huh? They're done, aren't Dude. they? All, yeah. All that being said, I'm taking Villanova in the six points. This is a winning it in for Villanova. And you're giving them six points. Delaware has looked great, but I think in a division game, I like to take the home dog. Coming off that that rivalry spot, uh, Justin Covington is for Villanova. He's been a beast. Four touchdowns um, in a, in their latest win. <laughs> and QB Daniel Smith, carry, by the way. Yeah, I Covington mean, I, I think yeah. Covington. They're going to be able to control yeah. the ball enough to keep them in this game. It feels like a field goal game, so I'll take the home dog, Kramer. Yeah, I mean Villanova is not look. Listen, the, the hierarchy of East Coast um, trash or whatever you want to call it, you got to look at the situation between Philly and Delaware, right? It's like a it's like a river runoff, right? And <laughs> Delaware is the runoff area. Yeah, 
you don't come from Delaware to Philly and, and, and walk into their house. Plus, I think Delaware is in even if they lose this game. I think the urgency is going to be on Villanova's side of the ball, and I knew Sean would take Villanova. So I'm joining him on this one. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I mean, you're but obviously you you have a very strong, powerful schneid that you keep you keep throwing <laughs> on the podcast. Love it. The cooler. You ice love, cold. You love my schneid. <laughs> okay. Mercer. Heads to Homewood, Alabama, where they will face off against Samford for a SoCon special. Samford laying five and a half at home. Colby again. Uh, Mercer possibly an at-large spot for Mercer. What are the what are the playoff implications here? Uh yeah, the last projections I saw and uh, had Mercer as the last team in. Um, now that can Where's all change. Joe Lenardi for this bracket. Yeah. Yeah. We need Joe Lenardi for this bracket because especially when it go down to 16, it's really hard to, to figure out where they're going to go. I think they just want to, I think the Mercer play probably geographical because I, I, I don't understand how they had Villanova as the first team out Mercer in, you know, pending that they lose to uh, yeah. pending that Nova loses to Delaware. Um, now, now Mercer though, red hot of late three games in a row. I believe they've won or maybe even four. Uh, but at the same time you have Sanford, who's a s- similar story they, they've read they're They've gotten red hot. All of a sudden won three Putting games up in a, a row ton of points too. And, and Chris Hatcher, their head coach, you know, former uh, Mike Leach guy at Valdosta state. Um, so I, I'm on Sanford here. Get, you, 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 you're telling me you're going to get some points in Sanford. No, well, Sanford's late. I mean, five I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm on Mercer here. Really? You're gonna get some points and 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 Mercer. So okay, Mercer, you're I, catching, I, taking the five and a half. Th- this is gonna be like a field goal game. So both teams red hot. Give me Mercer in the points. Kramer. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the suspense of Colby's pick <laughs> right up until the end. <laughs> Look, I'm a SoCon specialist. If you want to fade any pick on, on the card, don't fade this one. Sanford lay the points. Oh no. Lock mm. it up. I I this is what I'm doing, man. I keep leaning into the team you think I'm going to take. Sprinkles fairy dust on Kramer. He takes that Kobe team. is making a great side. handicap for the team I'm on and then he like just swings around <laughs> to the other side and picks I'm it. I'm actually going I'm going Sanford minus five and a half as well. Burser even though they've had a, a, a little win streak there, they've struggled to put up points on the road. Now they had one game recently where they put up 35, but the two road games before only 14 points per game. And again, Sanford is just red hot uh, scoring wise. And and I think five and a half number, not big enough to scare me off. Now we're talking military football. The Citadel heads the Lexington, Virginia to square off against VMI again, another uh, Another matchup here in the SoCon VMI lane five and a half Colby. What are you doing here? VMI has been one of my darlings to watch this year. Now this is a compelling matchup. Cause you have the Citadel who's getting hot at the right time. They run the triple option going up against the air raid and VMI uh, VMI's star quarterback tore his ACL out for the year. They look like they were about to walk away with the conference. They got upset by East Tennessee State two weeks ago. Then it looked like East Tennessee State was about to run away with the conference. They got upset last week. VMI had the week off. So they've gotten time to, you know, basically evaluate what they did wrong. Seth Morgan, their freshman quarterback, has been playing his ass off. Uh, but th- this team's banged up, but I think there's something they've never made the playoffs, guys. They haven't won a conference championship since the nope. 70s. Uh, give me VMI yeah. minus the point, Seth Morgan. Going to overcome it and take the uh, key debts to the FCS playoffs. I mean, I like the angle. I think I think this this is you know this is one of those those uh, generational teams for the uh, the VMI squad. Uh, yeah, fuck the Citadel. <laughs> I, I hate, mean, I hate because last time he was on VMI, that's when they well, lost. They were undefeated. Sean, he also he got, backed VMI. I mean, the, the, the problem is the Citadel. The, the Citadel is is one of the triple option teams, which minor college football. It's 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 it is a very successful offensive system uh, in any form of football. But the Citadel is also like kind of a bad guy situation, you know. So mm-hmm. we got to go good guy with VMI. Yeah, I'm leaning. Uh, I'll, I'm really worried about uh, about taking another pick that uh, Kramer is on. <laughs> VMI m- minus five and a half. It, I just think this game means more for VMI. They're going to be amped up for this game. Colby kind of laid out the historic implications, but I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they beat 
I think they can still get the SoCon title if Mercer loses, but I think this is a win and get in spot for VMI. I, I think they're going to be amped up for this game. I don't know. Citadel, they've won two in a row, but they haven't looked amazing. And they've got, they've had some bad losses to their resume in this shortened season. So I'm, I'm off the Citadel, especially on the rub. All right. So, but, but serious question. What, what are we going to do for the, the, the playoffs? We got to do something big. What do you mean? We're going to do a bracket and fill it out. Uh, no, I know. But like, what else are we going to do? Oh, I mean, we're going to have a big party here. Uh, probably uh, we'll bring Patty. Will they C televise C the first round of the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. ESPN man next Friday. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. Come on, Selection camera. Sunday, ESPN, you one hour dedicated to this. All right. They come on. I I'm mean, sorry. They have an NFL network hasn't even done one. All hour right, on so fucking Sean, we Daniel agreed. Jones. We agreed on four of six picks. So good luck. That's troubling. Good well, luck. you're what'll happen is you'll go two and you'll two. get no, I mean you have six picks. The four that we share, you'll get two right. So I'll go two and two in those, but then I'll go two and zero, oh, and then once I'm fading you for a four and two record in okay. the Coors Light six pack. So I feel good, you know, going four and two. Formerly the Colby Dance six pack, R.I.P. Uh, the Colby Dance six pack. But when we throw the Colby Dance six pack out, we make sure to cut it up so uh, we don't catch any fish in the uh, six pack there. Couple bonus <laughs> games: James yeah. Madison at home in Harrisburg, uh, Virginia, laying twelve and a half against the Richmond Spiders. Game of the week. We had to put this in. James Madison four and zero. Oh, Richmond three and zero. Oh. James Madison laying a whopping twelve and a half points. Hmm. Interesting, interesting game here uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, JMU still figuring out their quarterback position. They're kind of going back and forth between senior Cole Johnson, junior. A gauge Maloney. Gage. Gage. Twelve gauge. That's a sweet first name. <laughs> that is a sweet nickname. Twelve gauge. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, this is Richmond Super Bowl. I think giving them twelve and a half points to this Spiders team, I, I think is kind of crazy. James Madison hasn't they've they've looked really good, then they've had some time off. But uh, I mean, they're number one in the country for a reason. But I, I'm going to take Richmond in the points. I think it's too high. If your if your name is Gage, your first name, which part of your body are you nicknaming Twelve Gage? <laughs> your your arm. Arm. Uh, look, this game. First off, I want to give a shout out to James Madison University. They did not need to play this game. This, oh the, wow! Look, no, this game was put they're together, opting in. You like that? This was put together in the past week. Yeah. Right, and we saw. All off or all regular FBS college football season teams duck opponents. JMU was gonna make the playoff regardless. They're the number one rated team in the country. Richmond was on the out. The, the Richmond tried to play them twice. There was COVID issues, uh, but Richmond was 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 not available to play, and JMU was not available to play both times this year. So JMU still goes ahead, schedules this game, and when they could potentially find themselves out of the playoffs by doing this. This is a balls up play by JMU. Love it. Are, would they really find them their way out? Potentially, because Delaware can win the CAA if they beat Villanova, and then Richmond would have the tiebreaker on JMU. So, but unless then, but they then put, JMU would get in that large, kind, right? kind of feels like they're in regardless. I, I, I don't know because I think you can make the case. How many teams would you take out of the CAA then? No, you know but, what I mean. Like, but I, I mean, I. You would take however many you need to get James Madison in. Probably, I mean, probably so. Yeah. I mean, that's probably they're probably thinking, okay. But if you're finishing third in your conference, you could make the case that they don't belong. That's true. But so, I, I think I think James Madison's in regardless. And again, that's kind of yeah. why I like Richmond plus twelve and a half. That's where I'm going. I I, I feel Kramer, you like James Madison. No, I don't because <laughs> Come I, on, man. I, I know, I know you're saying like why obviously the motivation has to be there because they just set the game up. I just love that they played the game. They didn't need to. They're in. I know, no, but yeah, that's yeah. why they're just going to win and not cover the big number. I, I'm with you. I'm on Richmond. Give me the points. But but <laughs> but I just I know. Kobe keeps trying to fake Ryan out and get him on the wrong side. I love it, Colby. I love it. Well, dude, you gotta you gotta look. No, I love what you're doing. Spade here too, though. That, that's Kramer's awesome eyes that start widening. Yeah. He starts thinking he's gonna go on on your on your pick, and then you come. And then I was disappointed that he, no, said, he went Richmond. in Richmond. I thought he was gonna say JMU because I, I gave him the motivational no. angle. But Colby was laying out the red oh, yeah. carpet. Yeah. For yeah. for James Madison <laughs> for every team for the entire <laughs> pick and they then just set this game up. Look, the last time they played though, JMU won forty eight to six. So a uh, little scary, little scary. But give give me Richmond to uh, and and the points. 
Last uh, game of the slate, and then we will be uh, we'll give out lock dog, a bonus lock, and uh, talk to our buddy Rod. Little NASCAR action, South Dakota State, North Dakota State. No love loss here in the Fargo Dome. North Dakota State only laying a one and a half against the Jackrabbits. You know my bias against South Dakota or North Dakota State, so I'm all over South Dakota State, regardless. <laughs> Although. North Dakota State kind of has gotten their shit together yeah. since they lost to the Salukis. They barely beat a Northern Arizona team, which they're much better than 23 20 last week in Flagstaff. Possibly a look ahead game to this uh, South Dakota State game. And uh, South Dakota State, though, they've had a month off. So I think that could actually work against them, maybe with the rust. I'm going to lean into it the other way and say no. all they have as they've just been looking at North Dakota state on the calendar this entire time, kind of like that scene in half baked uh, where he, he, you know, he has nasty Nate on the calendar and he keeps Xing them out. <laughs> I imagine South Dakota state, they're going to do, they're going to be in a similar mindset. They put up 44 points without their, uh, their best running back Pierre strong jr. For SDSU he's in, he's in this game. He's going to bring some physicality. I, I think they get up for this game. I don't know why they're not getting three points. That to me is terrifying, but I think the public will be on North Dakota state. I'm taking South Dakota state plus one and a half. Uh, I mean, rust has been a problem all year, yeah. right? Like rust in football, rust in general, not playing for long stretches. Hasn't been good for any team at any point in time, this entire fucking year, North Dakota state, less than a field goal, easy money. And I'll 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 bury the lead. This mm. is the lock. Okay. Oh, oh. Um, well look, I mean, this one is is I'm all over South South Dakota State, man. They've been the better oh, team, the better offense all year. Mark Granowski playing big. Jabori Gibbs out. Granowski comes in looking great this year. Um and and Sean hit on the running back points there. But another thing is this come on, this is the uh this is the Dakota marker rivalry game. Oh yes. All right. So this, this is a big time game here. I think which is why being in the Fargo dome matters. It could be a preview of the national championship. We know North Dakota mm-hmm. state's history, but look, Zeb Nolan, he's had a hard time offensively for the bison and, and not, not going to be a first round pick, not going to be a first round pick. Uh, still could end up better than Carson Wentz, but wow. um, no, I'm joking, but I think Wentz is going to have a good year, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, South Dakota state Jackrabbits. I mean, I actually think they look like the best team in the FCS that I've seen thus far. Well, and, and they are ranked fourth in the country, four and one. So certainly not out of the realm of possibility. All right, let's do it. Lock, dog, and bonus lock. Happy birthday. Kramer, with the honors, you seem like you were tipping your hand saying North Dakota State was your lock. Lock, North Dakota State. Dog, Bucknell. Ooh, damn it. <laughs> Will you be on the right side of history, Colby? And with with my bonus lock, uh yeah, I really just don't think James Madison's gonna come with a fuck ton of motivation and I'm taking Richmond plus the points. Ooh, the spiders with the bonus lock for my lock. You guys are crazy fading this Alabama A and M team laying four and a half. That is way too low. It's a it- Nick Cannon system pick. <laughs> there you go. Drum line, <laughs> get in line. For my dog, oh, I'm really torn here. I want to go Villanova plus six, but Kramer's also on Villanova. <laughs> so I will go Southeast Louisiana money line. I'm influencing everything now. Butterfly effect. It is, it is truly a, a butterfly effect. For my bonus, dog, again, gotta go against Kramer here. South Dakota State with the spite pick, catching one and a half. They went outright. Let's go. Colby, what are you doing? Lock, uh, dog, bonus lock. I'm going to lock up uh, South Dakota state, man. I think that, I think they're the better team. I really think they are the best team I've seen so far. Uh, Dog. Look, I was going to be on Bucknell, but I'm not touching that now with a 10 foot pole, man. After, (laughs) after Kramer did that. Uh, So I'll I'll back you with the, wait, what did I do to Bucknell that you don't want to touch Bucknell? (laughs) Come on. Uh, We're on a team, bro. Sometimes you back second. I can't do that right now. You are, you are just Sometimes you're on the cleaning Uh, crew. uh, Give me a, let's uh, Sean. I'll go with your Southeastern golden lions. All All right. right. Uh, for the for the bonus play here, look, you got to go with the Blue Hens. They're gonna get it done. Minus six, Delaware minus six for the bonus lock. Nice job, guys. Nice job indeed. 
And uh, we're going to get Rod on the line here, talk a little NASCAR while we're uh, firing up Rod. Let's talk a little about Riffer. Riffer, brand new to the program. Make sure you check them out. They're the home of micro podcasting. That's right, podcasts that are under three minutes. Perfect way to uh, just blast through a bunch of episodes. We got our own profile page over on there. Been giving out some uh, lead pipe blocks, getting free picks. Some of the stuff we don't even give out on the podcast, dropping exclusively over on our Riffer page. You can find us over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That'll take you right to our profile. Of course, download the Riffer app, App Store, Google Play Store, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's R I F F R. No ease for in this company. R I F F R Riffer. Today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. Joining us on the line, he is a fantasy football expert, knows a little FCS football, and writer for our NASCAR picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Rod Villa Gomez. Rod, what's happening, man? So, what you're saying is I have ADD, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I love the versatility, like a, a nice five tool player. Going FCS, minor college football, right to the the dirt, the short track, the dirt track. <laughs> Come on, Rod, that's a nice tra- that's a nice two way player. Well, well it, I love it, but also let me let me say real quick, how are none of you guys on Mercer as the underdog this uh, week? I am, oh, I am, oh, man. Uh, well, well, yeah, yeah, Rod, you you're a big uh, FCS guy. If you had to pick, and I'm putting you on the spot here, lock dog, <laughs> bonus lock. What are you liking uh, so far this week? So listen, I'm locking in that Mercer. I mean, I got to tell you, I don't know what the bookkeepers have against Mercer. They, I mean, home underdogs again, please. Um, and then a dog. How about that Mississippi Valley state? Uh, I know no one wants to touch them, but I, I have a little hope for them and I'm giving away my article this week. So you listeners know now <laughs> what's going on in my article and, uh, and a bonus tease ready for this one. Oh, yeah. you a and M plus one. Ooh. Ooh. All Ooh. right. I well, like it. Rod's already tipping his hand, but uh, make sure to check out the article over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. <laughs> it felt like a good time. Talk a little NASCAR. We haven't talked NASCAR here on the podcast in uh, feels like forever, but perfect time. Talk a little NASCAR. What's the big event this week? Richmond Raceway. Walk us through what's going on. Like Kramer said, third consecutive short track. It's on dirt. What are we talking here? Well, this one's not on dirt. Uh, although fans want to throw dirt on it. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) So they're traveling to Richmond, uh, from Martinsville staying in Virginia for the, uh, race on the America's premier short track, by the way, it is the Toyota owners 400. Give it up for just total sellout names. I absolutely love NASCAR for that. Uh, (laughs) no shit. And I, no shame. Nothing wrong with that, as I enjoy a delicious ice cold Coors Light. <laughs> hey, no, no, never no. heard of that. I, you Ryan, mean yeah, Coors Light <laughs> on the audio version? Bleep that out. It'll be funny. That's, bleep all Sarah, that out. But no, we won't go there anymore. We're, we're done. We're, Coors is good. Yes. Uh, so no. Anyways, it is. It is the third short track in a row. Uh, three quarters of a mile on the track. Uh, Four hundred laps. It's going to be a continuation of some very hot tempers. I got to tell you right now, uh, when you put three short tracks in a row, there's some folks out there that uh, have not played nicely together over the last couple of weeks that you're going to see maybe try to come back and, and have a little retaliation uh, going on. So this well, could be and, and, a race. And, and Rod, just to jump in there as a guy who hasn't bet a ton of NASCAR, or even watched a ton, it is fun. I mean, NASCAR is right up there with hockey where the fights, when they happen, it's exciting. <laughs> I gotta be honest. And if we can see a NASCAR fight, they're always, okay. they're always fun guys jumping out of cars to beat the shit out well, of another well, and, guy. And Sean, I'm sure you're from Pennsylvania. I'm yeah. sure you've been out to the Pocono track Nas- maybe. Yeah. Uh, and anyone who's been out to the Pocono track has also visited the strip clubs in the Poconos. <laughs> uh, no, but the Pocono track, I mean, I remember this was my first experience with NASCAR and as being from Jersey closer to the city, I didn't quite see the country folk didn't get out past the Delaware water gap too much. If you know what I mean? Sean. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget it. I saw a dude, he had a giant like off-road wagon with a cooler in it. And that cooler on top of it had six by three, 
30 packs of bush light. <laughs> and I remember thinking this is a fucking pretty cool sport. You can just bring your own beer into the event. Like, well, and and I mean that is again uh, I, I, NASCAR, one of the premier tailgating events. So if there are any listeners, no, there's the, the whole thing is a tailgate. Well, the <laughs> listeners that that like NASCAR, hit us up because we we gotta be we're gonna be doing some traveling, and I think finding a NASCAR track to just post up at and get day drunk is definitely on the agenda. I did some homework here though, and I'm curious your <laughs> thoughts on uh, Martin Tro. Is that is that how you, is that is that how you say his name? Spot on, dude. Spot uh, okay. on. Tro, uh, part of Joe Gibbs' race team. Joe Gibbs, oh, uh, inventor of the counter tray offense and also the two <laughs> tight end set. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I, what, what, what are we looking at at uh, Tro? What do you think his chances are of winning this thing? Because I'm going to put some heavy money on him. Throw <laughs> me right uh, into it. Your your money your money on Tro is not uh, is not well. Uh, it, it actually will be. <laughs> <laughs> a decent size bet. Cause here's the deal, man. True X junior uh, has been an absolute terror on these short tracks over the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, he had a, a ton of success at Martinsville. He actually won last week in Martinsville, had a good long run car uh, chased down Denny Hamlin who had a good short run car. Uh, but you know, he managed to, to do it there and he's going to probably end up doing it here. He's starting on the pole. Right. The guy is, is the only two-time winner this season. Um, he won both of these races back in 2019. So listen, if you're going to put a bet on a guy to win, you put one of the most powerful drivers on this track, on the pole with 400 laps in front of him. Um, there's a very, very, very good chance that he's going to end up as the winner at the end. And listen, he's a probably safer top five bet. Uh, uh, you know, if you can find good odds for that, but uh, I would feel comfortable with betting either one of those him to straight up win, or at least him in the top five. It, this it, week. It's just a shoe in Joe Gibbs run well, all the, one of those super Bowls with the Redskins. It's more money here. I mean, this guy's, <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm bank. sure as a big Gibbs fan, uh, yeah. Colby, I'm sure you're aware of his son. I am Ty Gibbs. He's okay, a beast man. You, you know? And I mean the, the odds though, for him to win the race, Martin, uh, Truex Jr. It, I'm seeing like plus three fifty. Is it is it really is he really that big of a favorite there? You think, Rod? Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it absolutely makes sense. He's a huge favorite. In fact, again, like I said, the fact that he's on the pole now. I know that some of these these uh, lines came out before the qualifying actually happened. So uh, I think you're lucky to still get those lines uh, from the pole because again, this guy he's led so many laps at this track, uh, over 500 at least in the in the last few years. So um, the dude absolutely owns this track, and to put him right up front, he's going to be the car to catch the entire day. I mean, he's probably going to get passed a few times here and there by some of these other drivers we'll talk about today, but I think by the end of it, he'll be in the thick of it. And, and like I said, more likely to pull out a win than, you know, than not. Well, and, and if he's the odds on favored, who is like a fun dog or who do you think has a chance of passing? And maybe because it's the same thing like golf. I, I really don't like betting the favorites, but if there's someone like 10 to one, 15 well, to one, what do you like in that range? So I'm looking at a guy like Kyle Bush. He's starting in 10th. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure yet exactly what the odds. I know I don't didn't I think look he's, him up a, he's 10 to one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle Bush, uh, he's a, he's got six career wins at this track, uh, 23 top tens and 30 career starts. Um, he won both Richmond races in 2018. So the guy he's starting in 10th this week. And it's just one of those situations where Kyle is going to be Kyle. And unless he gets in a wreck, unless he really has a, a terrible day, he's going to be up in the mix too. Uh, and, and again, with a huge possibility of pulling the thing out. So if you want to go somebody that's not true X, uh, you can probably dig back a little bit to Kyle Bush and, uh, and maybe not hurt so much for it. So let me ask you this, Rod, as, as an, uh, as a race buff myself recently <laughs> gotten into really gotten into formula one. I th- I do think it's interesting because it's 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 not like golf where like you're you're not gonna make your money betting on the winner every week you're gonna you're gonna be betting you know top whatevers maybe top you're tens, doing maybe you're fives. doing something with the manufacturer or the owner so I guess I wanted to ask Rod like what what's the strategy when we're attacking these bets obviously is it matchups are we looking to play matchups are we lo- one of the things I'm liking this year with Formula One is is taking a uh, first retirement prop every time first car to, to wreck. Basically, so what? Where are you? Like, what? What is the? What is the strategy when you're attacking these races? 
So you can do a couple of different things. And, and again, you're right. Betting the winner every week, it'll have you pulling your hair out. We had seven different winners to start the season. Uh, like I said, Truex was the only guy so far that's won two races this season. So when you're betting on winners, I mean, you really have to know above heads. And then the, the first few winners were folks that probably nobody would even bet on, you know, like, uh, uh, Bell and all these guys that, that you don't necessarily see at the top. So you're right. You're right. Kramer. When you bet these, you should probably start betting top fives, top tens. Um, I, I like to do the group bets where, you know, the, the player that, or the driver that finishes the highest in the group, uh, those are good bets to make as well. Uh, although man, I got to tell you, bookmakers do a really good job of grouping these guys together because there's some very little uh, separation in some of these guys. Well, and, and a guy that you, uh, of course, these are fun. These are probably, you know, responsible ways to uh, bet NASCAR. But Hashtag Dejans only. Alert! Uh, you have a you have a driver listed down here to to talk about in the notes. Austin Sindrick. I, I pulled up his odds. He's two hundred and fifty to one. Does he does he have a chance to actually win this thing, or are you just you're you're probably endorsing maybe a top ten, but get a little taste of that two fifty to one? What would have well, to happen for Austin to pull this out? Because two hundred fifty to one. Now we're talking. 37 cars would have to be DNF that day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And listen, so as I said in the notes, right, this kid, he won the, the Xfinity championship uh, last season in 2020. He's not a bad driver overall. And in fact, the only reason that he's making as few starts as he is in the cup series this year is because, you know, they have limited sponsorship for him to, to roll out these races. Uh, he hasn't done that badly. I guess if you want to say badly, but for more for DFS standards, he hasn't done that badly um, in these races so far, but look, he owns pretty much this, this Xfinity series. He's got five out of six top 10 finishes, um, you know, in, in the Xfinity series. So, you know, it, it's not a bad thing to try to throw a little bit of money on him. Maybe not. I mean, look, don't go crazy and bet the farm on him winning. Uh, <laughs> but if you, if you're really a, truly a DJ that loves nothing more than to bet long odds, uh, he's a guy that you can go ahead and bet, but I think you've put him more in a top 15 finish, top 10 finish. Um, he may have that kind of car. I, you know, he's finished 20th in the last couple of races that he's been in, in the cup series. So I guess the top 15 is not that far out of the realm of possibility. If he has a good run. Well, and, and when you're breaking down betting on NASCAR in general, do you start with the driver, then look at the car, then the track? Like what's the, what's kind of like the handicapping formula? Well, this season it's, it's kind of felt like a little been a little tough uh, just because of the fact that there's no qualifying, there's no practices. There's really not a whole lot to go off of. So what you're doing when you're, when you're breaking down NASCAR this season, especially is you're looking at past track history. Um, you know, you're looking at where the driver is. Cause listen, you drive to work every day. Well, maybe you don't, I don't either. So uh, <laughs> those of you that drive to work every yes, day, the commuters out there, <laughs> you have your favorite routes, right? And you know them like the back of your hand. And you know that there's certain uh, places that you go that you feel more comfortable with maybe closing your eyes for 10 minutes and, and letting, you know, I wouldn't suggest it, but you know, whatever. Uh, but that's the same thing with these drivers, right? They know these tracks like the back of their hands. And you know that there's drivers that actually produce better on certain tracks. So you go that route and then you just kind of look around and see how they're doing that season again, it's hard to do this season with no qualifying because look practices and qualifying is where you find out how they're doing right that second. And so without that, you're really going off of history and hoping they get the same setup they did when they were successful at that track. Uh, you know, I was going to use the Mario Kart example of, you know, some <laughs> tracks I'm just going to wreck you. Like I wreck my kids just cause I know it. I got the line. I got, I got yeah. the racing line down and uh, that's, it is what it is. So I, I totally understand the track. I, I found also with formula one, there is a nice combination between like the driver's track history, but also like the, the team's history, because there is something to that. I, I'm learning a lot about car. I, I'm not a car guy. And it's funny because like, I've started to wonder like, should I, should I dip the toe into NASCAR? I know there's been a couple times over the years where I've, I, I want to bet betting on old smoke, Tony Stewart to win a race here and there. And uh, it's, it's something odd for, for whatever reason, like formula one and NASCAR, it's, it's like almost the same thing, but it seems like it's nothing the same. And, and I don't know what it is. I, I enjoyed, I've been to like three NASCAR races in my life, Sean. Yeah. Had a great time. They I don't, are, it's a I fun event. I don't know why I haven't gone back for more. I don't know what it is. Perhaps post pandemic 
real money Kramer can also add professional NASCAR <laughs> tout to his his repertoire. I, I, I got another uh, guy that I like, Sheldon Creed. All right, Sheldon Creed, love Apollo Creed, Sheldon Creed here. I knew there was a Rocky look, tie. Uh, we should see what, what's through the Rocky music. And uh, look, this guy, and, and it's also kind of the Days of Thunder story. This guy's from California, and here he is racing. Uh, and he hasn't won yet this year. What are the odds? And what do you like, Sheldon Creed, oh, in this race? Uh, I mean, what 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 are the odds in your I, mind? That I he pulls hope he's not off? even racing. He's uh, you know, in fact, if you look at the qualifying, uh, there is no Sheldon Creed in in this lineup. <laughs> yes. so I want to. I want to. I want to just. I, I don't want to burst your bubble. I don't want to burst your bubble. I'll take but your. I'll take your Sheldon Creed action. So Kobe. R- r- the lesson, the real lesson here is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, let me. I haven't switched the camera. What is this? Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> Colby Dan. Less is more. It's 2021, right. right? This is six hours ago. I'm reading Let, this. Let's let's do it. Let, all right. What else? The entry we list. <laughs> What's next? Know. What's next? Sean? Well, Rod, take uh, us back to the ice cold <laughs> Rockies. It, it feels like it's it's a good time to wrap things up. Do you have a do you have a lock? Do you have a play of the play of the day? Play of the race? What do you got for us as far as uh, what you feel best about going into the Toyota Owners 400? Well, look, if you want to, uh, I, I think a decent bet for you, if you can find it, I know points bet does have it is, um, bet the, whatever the odds are for you, whatever the line is for you, that the car that wins is under is foreign under, uh, that's usually a bet out there, uh, because that encompasses not only Martin Truex, but it also encompasses Brad Keselowski. It, it encompasses Kyle Larson and encompasses Kevin Harvick, all three, all four of these guys basically uh, have a possibility. In fact, uh, yeah, if you think about it, Austin Dillon may even be in the mix too there with the three car, but uh, you have three chances to win that bet. And that's a fun little bet to make because you're not tying it to just one driver. I like that. Cause then the same way with like golf DFS, where you put like four or five guys in there and you kind of have some rooting interest. That sounds like a good play. I, while you were talking though, I just uh, threw 50 bucks on Austin centric. So let's go <laughs> hashtag DJs only. only. And, and, and can I make a recommendation if you're looking to have a nice race weekend? Sure. Uh, there is a formula one grand prix in the morning. So uh, if you want to get up with me, I will be in slack mixing it up. Uh, maybe watching a little, a uh, little uh, GP. Action. Maybe Creed's racing in that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate calling in Rod. Make sure you follow Rod on Twitter at RJ Villa Gomez, V I L L A G O M E Z. Check out all his awesome uh, writing and blogs picks over at sports gambling podcast.com. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stack in the money green. And he is Ryan. Uh, have a great weekend, Sean Kramer. Let it ride. <laughs>